Hello and welcome to today's episode of Pipeline to Profitability. I'm Alan Ferguson. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Service Success Academy. So today, I'm honored to be joined by Craig Arthur. Craig is a relational marketing consultant and business partner with Roy H. Williams from The Wizard of Ads. So Craig helps ambitious underdogs become big dogs. No need to say any more. Let's bring Craig into this episode, shall we? Yeah. Uh, hey, Craig. And I, I want to welcome welcome you to uh, the Pipeline of Profitability podcast. And it's an absolute honor to have you here today. And uh, one of the most requested, um, one, one of the biggest requests I get from all of the, the clients that I work with is I need more leads. I need, you know, they, they're always working on marketing, and I thought, who better to bring it, bring on than Craig Arthur from the Wizard of Ads? So, welcome, Craig. Good day, Alan. Thanks very much, mate. It's a pleasure. Good to see you again. Yeah, it's been a couple of years since we um, had a chat, but um, and since then you were in Australia, but now you're in the states, the in uh, Houston, Texas, and my head office is in actually Austin, Texas. I love Texas. It's a great place. And uh, yeah, I love being in the US because I get to spend time with not only the clients that you work with, but uh, my belief is that some of the best companies on the planet, there's some good ones in Australia, don't get me wrong, but uh, some of the best companies and the biggest companies in the planet are over here in uh, the US. And uh, um, I used to come across a lot, you know, to 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 play with these guys or to spend time with them. But now it's uh, it's so much easier living here. So what's happening in your world with uh, the Wizard of Ads? And I know you work with other contractors. And uh, yeah, I'd love to hear what's going on. A little bit about about you, Craig. All right. Well, just just quickly before we do that, I remember how we first met. You were talking to Ken Goodridge, I think, at um, somewhere, and he said, "Yes, you need to talk to Wizard of Ads." If you want to get more leads and grow your business and you need to talk to Wizard of Ads and and you contacted me at the time and I said, oh, Ken is actually talking about my business partner and founder of the company, Roy H. Williams. And you said, yeah, but I want to deal with someone local. And at that point, yeah, local was Australia. But um, yeah, Roy H. Williams started Wizard of Ads um, probably now going on 35, 36 years ago. I became his very first business partner um, twenty in 2001. So this is my 22 years I've been working with Roy. And it was just me and Roy at the start with Wizard of Ads. He used to trade under Williams Marketing. Um, he still does. But Wizard of Ads is when he decided to go global and bring on partners. And so I'm in North Queensland, Australia, Townsville, and I became his very first partner, as I said, in 2001. So it was a yeah quite a stretch to go from Townsville to Texas. But um, since then, we've added 70 partners to the group. And yeah, we're in six countries. But traditionally, we help owner-operated businesses. So small owner-operated businesses who want to grow and become dominant in their, their category. And just mentioning Ken Goodridge, I think everyone know in the, in the business in America knows Ken. Um, Ken was a client of Roy's. And um, while when... Can own the business and one eight hundred got junk. Have you heard of one eight hundred got junk? I sure have. Yeah, that's another one of Roy's clients and Morris Jenkins. So they're sort of three of Roy's big clients. But each one of those came to Roy with a problem. They all needed more, more leads, more customers. And so 
Um, I work with the same types of clients here in Australia. Um, even though we we deal with owner operators, most of the time it tends to be home services, people with a long product purchase cycle, owner operated, good margins who want to grow. And that's our sort of our target. So um, yeah, things are going well, as I said, 22 years, which is a long time. How long have you been in the business? In uh yeah, a long time, my friend. <laughs> I um I, I got into the industry in uh in the nineties, uh sorry, eighties. Wow. Um and I, I I really I didn't get yeah, it was in the eighties and I didn't really get serious in the industry, like the service industry until probably 2000, 2001, because I was just um, playing around with builders and uh, doing some, um, you know, just like remodel and stuff, really not making a lot of money. And then I started to see what, um, you know, I, I wanted to look for something better. And that's what, you know, um, when I started to reach out to the best practice groups over here in the US, um, look at what some of the bigger co big companies, you know, we're talking companies doing hundreds of millions of dollars. Now we've got companies that are punching into the billions. Um, mm -hmm. And what are they doing differently? And then I learned about flat rate pricing, which, you know, I, I brought down to Australia um, early 2000s. And um, but yeah, way too long. Um, even though I don't own a service company now, I work with uh, some of the best companies here in the US, along with my business partner, Joe Cunningham. But um, but yeah, so for those that haven't heard of Roy H. Williams, and I've been following Roy and been getting his newsletters for, well, it'd be well over 20 years, very mm. unique character. And it wasn't until I met, I met Ken Goodrich at the same time that I met Joe Cunningham. It was at an event in, um, it was one of the, service work now it wasn't service world it was a comfort tech event and then I, I thought oh, okay i've been following this guy for many years then i got to meet a contractor you know ken from from gettle um and learn all about roy williams but what i learned um, i've never met roy but what i learned was the branding has, has has got a lot to do with the success so maybe we'll venture mm. onto that a little bit craig yep yeah it really comes down to the issue is with um, home services, especially, um, well, any any business. The moment the moment a need, who do you think of first? That that's what it comes down to. Who do you think of first and feel best about? Because it's a bit like um, I just got home from holidays. I opened the linen cupboard, and there was water on the towels and in in the linen in in the linen cupboard. Now. I'm not a technical guy, but I know water should not be in a linen cupboard. It's like, what, what's going on? So the first thing you need to do is, who do I call? And luckily, I've got a plumber. And so I call them straight away and they come out, get in the roof, find out, yes, I was lucky. I've got a, a small leak in one of the, the water pipes in the ceiling. Now, otherwise, what would I do? I would have to call around. I'd think, now, who do I get? And that's the that's the issue that most people have. At the moment of need, who do you think of first, feel best about, then you call them straight away. Everyone else misses out. No one else gets a chance. So relational marketing and relational advertising is basically winning the hearts and minds of a customer before they need your service. So that's what we specialize in. There's Transactional advertising, which is very much these days, everyone's pouring lots into um, Google ads. 
yep. which tends to be the people that are going into Google Ads, there's really if, if people are typing in um, Plumber Townsville, I add that urgency. That means I have no predisposition towards anybody. Now I'm looking for someone to fix my leak. And if it was a toilet blowing up everywhere, you don't have a lot of time, do you? It's um, it's it's a complete mess. So you need someone quick. So traditionally, most businesses are trying to reach that person at the moment of need with Google Ads or hopefully they pick them. But what we do, we tend to market and advertise. And it's not just advertising. It's actually building a business internally that creates good word of mouth, that creates... Um, uh, a reputation that people want to come back to. So we not only look at advertising, we look at customer experience, um, the the sales process as well, and link them all together. But really, advertising, we talk to people before they need it. So the moment of need, bang, that's the name. And I think it goes right back. When I first started dealing with um, service industries in America, Roy was talking about... Um, Benjamin Franklin, the punctual plumber. Mm -hmm. Now, what they they looked at, what's the biggest, what's a problem that people have in service industries? And if you are, I've been around it and teaching marketing for 22 years. And I say to people in business and in um, just normal people, what's your biggest bitch about service people? You know, tradies. In Australia, it's tradies. What is it in the, in the States? Contractors? Yeah, look... Um... Contractors yet. The word tradies doesn't get used as much. I'm mm. sure most most of my friends over here understand it, but they they think um I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here, I'll probably get a bit of uh <laughs> feedback, but they they think we talk funny and 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 you and me know that that's not quite the case. It's sort of no, I, they've I got the occasionally accent, uh, I say you think we talk funny. Have you listened to yourself in the mirror? And that doesn't make <laughs> yeah. sense, but uh but no, um yeah, so there is a lot of slang words and a lot, a lot of words like I learned this, um, and and this this is relevant to branding because uh, you work with companies in the US as well as Australia. Mm. Um, yep. As a, we had a a, a a really strong drain brand, Super Drains, and uh, we really promoted that. Now I know there was a company that had the word "router" in it that came to Australia. I think it was around <laughs> two thousand. It was a, it was a, it was a billion dollar company over here, and I think it's router router, yeah, something like that. I, yeah. I, I think they might have. Um, I'm not mentioning any names. They might have kept the word <laughs> "router" in the business name to to find out that um, in Australia that's got a slightly different. Um, uh, it's got a slightly different meaning and people, when they've got a block drain, they don't punch in router. So, uh, but um, yeah, slang words, we have to be careful. I, I I talk to contractors a lot and I'll be saying stuff that they're, they're going, what the hell is this guy on about? So anyway. Yeah. So in Australia, yeah. In Australia though, I think tradies even say tradies. So tradesmen. So in, as you know, in Australia, we tend to shorten everything. So um, when you're dealing with the trade services, especially home services, the biggest bitch that most people have, the customer, because I come at a business from the perspective of a customer. Most businesses are in a business and they, they can't see their business because they're inside the bottle. They can't read the label. They're just inside. And what happens, I come at 
marketing from the customer's perspective. So we look at, okay, what's the biggest bitch? And it comes down to not showing up on time is yep. the biggest problem that people have because these days everyone's busy and a tradesman not showing up on time causes angst, it causes emotional stress. It And that's the one thing, and it was back when... Um, Benjamin Franklin, the punctual plumber, decided to, hey, that's a big problem. We'll show up on time. Mm. And so it's something that, and they kept running ads about how they're going to show up on time. And if they, if they don't show up on time, always on time or you don't pay a dime. That was their, you know, um, one of those sort of, you know, catchphrases. Now, you don't have to back it up with a guarantee, but they fit, they actually narrowed down what's the problem most people have yeah they've got a drain problem they've got a, a leaking pipe but it's showing up on time so they built their whole business model around that now that's something that um, they spoke about repetitiously in mass media over and over again like radio television over and over again so the moment someone had a problem these people have been talking to them for years yeah and they were the first ones they thought of felt best about and called no one else gets a chance. Now, that's just one example, and there's so many different ways to approach it, but they approached at the savings of, I'm just going to, they didn't mention price, they didn't mention anything, and most good businesses tend to be more expensive because they give a better job, don't they, Alan? You know, you yep. probably, you know, most trade people or um, contractors, they think, oh, price, and so they lower their price then they can't give a good job and they can't look after the customer. And it's just, a, as you know, it's just a spiral to the bottom. So the best businesses normally charge more so they can have a good experience, so they can show up on time, so they can deliver what they promise. So that's how most of our clients work. They, We look at, we just try and um, actually either talk about something that matters to the customer or sometimes in a plumbing industry, it could be that, you're, it's a commodity. Everyone's the same. So who do I pick? A lot yeah. of times it's the one I like the best. Who do I like better? So if 10 people line up, they all do the same thing. I'm assuming every plumber knows how to plumb, do plumbing. Um, who do I feel like I like better than the others? And so that's relational marketing. It's being more likable than the other guys. It's being there before you need their service so that the, the, moment of serve you know the moment they've got a problem they think of you feel best about you and that's how ken goodrich started growing if i think most people know the story of the flashlight yep um ken and the flashlight i've got a flashlight down here i was cleaning up yesterday and i've got ken's flashlight and i've got sadie the stuffed dog in um sitting on my daughter's bed and so, yeah, Ken sent me um, uh, three flashlights. I've got one in the bedroom, one in my office, one in the car. So everyone knew that story about Ken and his father passing the flashlight to him when he was a boy. And now what's that got to do with um, heating and air conditioning? Nothing really. But what it says is it was the passing of the bat, literally the passing of the torch, the passing of the baton to his son. And the father telling the son the qualities that made um, Gettle different and what made them stand out and the values that his father passed on to him. Now, all of a sudden, you hear that in an ad and people go, I like this guy. I like what he stands for. He doesn't have to talk about um, heating and air conditioning. It's just, it's a commodity industry. Someone's got to pick a heating and air conditioning company. 
And they go, I like Ken. I like that story. I like the flashlight. And then that story then was on all of his trucks, the boy with the flashlight. It's on his, I've seen it on his plane, the boy with the flashlight on the, on the, the wing on his, um, on his jet. So basically when we help a business, we're looking at what can make them stand out and memorable, likable, and how can we get people to like them before they need the service? Because at the moment in need, it's too late. You're competing with everyone. It's like a primary school. You know, you go to grade one or two and everyone's going, miss, miss, miss. Everyone's putting their hands up trying to get the attention of the teacher. Um, that's what it's like if you're trying to get attention at the moment of need. So we actually go back before that and, um, yeah, win the hearts, as I said, the minds before they've got a problem. And people say, well, that's a waste of money. Most people aren't in the market. That's right. But we're the only ones talking to them. Tradition, you know, traditionally, we're talking to people and building that relationship before um, the the customer needs what you sell. So it's just like forming friendships. It's exactly the same as having a friend. You buy, you you hang around people you like and trust and respect, um, and that's what we're trying. That's what we do with our clients, and what it does, it it grows them exponentially as long as they keep delivering that good service. And that's where you need to have the good systems in place. Because as you would know, systems, a business needs systems to run on. We provide the the fuel, but the systems, if you don't deliver, if you don't show up, if you don't do a good job, everything starts to fall over, basically. So a business is not just telling a good story. It's having the systems in place first. Um, and that's what you work on too isn't it you know yeah systems yeah internally. I, I, I look i give uh, a lot i work with companies of all sizes so some some of the companies i work with have their systems dialed in they just don't have the correct strategy because i'm all about i help contractors um brand their if they want to be number one in the drain business they have to be branded as a drain business and i see hmm. A lot of companies, and I'm not mentioning any names, a lot of companies, air conditioning companies that are adding drains and um, they're probably not getting the same results out of the drain business because the businesses they're bolting on or they're creating and not, they're not, um, they're not branded right. And and I know for a fact the, you know, the companies, the router companies over here do very well, but some of them have been around for, for, for years Um and they they get all the calls they need. So if I was, like I said, Craig, I, I work with some really great companies in Australia um, as well as the US. So for some of the companies that I work with that don't have um, the calls that they 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 need um, right now, and 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 it's one of the things that, like like I said at the beginning of the podcast, is uh, I get. A lot of companies go on and need more leads and need more leads. Well, I, I, first thing I say, well, I'm not a marketing agency. I know some really good people. Um, but when it comes to your brand, I can give you ideas. When it comes to be on, being on time, I mean, that was an important one for us. We had a, a very strong guarantee. We we would be on time or we'd pay you $5 for every minute we were late. And that yep. really got us to stand out. When we tested our brands, and I had I started off with a a brand that was we did a lot of drains, but it wasn't 
you look at the truck and you wouldn't you wouldn't know a drain business. So we we come up with a we separated our drain brand, we we changed the colors, we made it everything just highlighted we were a drain business so people could see well okay they're a drain business and um and we really pushed on that so look i'm not an expert on branding but um i do know that it's an integral part of what what you and and um the wizard of ads and everything is about so so where i was gonna where i was going here so someone that's um maybe needs a few extra calls right now or or is wondering why the phone's not ringing and they're not uh, getting the results out of their business. What's some useful ideas besides what you've already shared that might help them get a few extra calls? One of the, well, I've, I've just written, um, and I'm sure you'll have it in the notes and share a link to my um, book that I've just written. And it's basically, it was how to win the the hearts, the money and loyalty of profitable customers, 101 um, relational marketing principles. Now, profitable customers, as we know, are the customers who want to pay full price. They don't want to screw you down. They don't want to shop you around. It's just boom. So profitable customers first. And so I in that, there's 101 tips. One of, well, not tips, principles, because principles will last uh, ongoing. So one of them is uncover the problem before you you try and buy a solution. Now, a lot of people, yeah, they're saying, I need more leads, I need more leads. But okay, why do you need more leads? Mm -hmm. Is it because, why is it because? And you have to get to the root of the problem. Tradespeople do exactly that. Doctors do it. Like I told the plumber, being a layperson, I think it's a hole in the, I think as one of the screws, the screws have just been um, in my roof that's just been re-screwed. I think one of those must have been faulty, so it's leaked. So I could get someone in to do and check the screws because I'm a layperson. I don't know anything really about plumbing or, um, you know, roofing or why there's a leak. But when he found the root of the problem, no, that wasn't it. Now, this is the problem with most tradespeople. They're great at trades. They know their business inside out. What they don't know is marketing. And so they assume I don't have enough leads. Now, is that because people don't know about you? If that's the case, great. Well, you can start to market your business. But the first thing we do is go back and look at a marketing plan. Most people don't have a plan. They just, as you just, I loved what you just said before. They just bolt on services and it's like a, they create a Frankenstein's monster. So no, what do you want to do? What you did, you don't know marketing, you said, but obviously it was an instinctive thing you did. You know, a lot of champion tennis players, football players are just naturals and you naturally did the best thing. Change the brand and have one brand. So that's the first thing we look at. Let's come up with a marketing strategy Let's look at who do you want to target? What do you want to specialize in? Where do you make the most money? And what do you like doing most? Alan, you probably see it. Where do you make the most money in services? You do all these things, but some you just don't make any money in. And some in parts of your business, you just don't like doing. So what do you like? That's one of the, um, the main things. What do you like doing? Where's the most money? And focus on that. That's where you can grow. Because there's no point doing something that, um, you know, so many tradespeople in Australia do a bit of everything. And as you just pointed out, they're just, I didn't know. And a lot of people say, I didn't know you did that. It's like, well, no, because I do everything. 
So mm. uncover the problem is one of the big tips. And I, I've got I've got 112 marketing principles. The next one is make it easy for people. Um, you know, one of the things, make it easy to be um, found. Make sure you've got a website. There's so many businesses don't have a proper website. They, mm. they just don't have the basics in place. So we say, and make it easy for people to understand what you sell. As you just pointed out, drains, it's like, well, that's really easy. If I've got a drainage problem, you know, like in Australia, we have lots of um, palm trees and trees, and that's one of the biggest things where I'm in Townsville. Everyone's pulling up their palm trees now, so they got to a point where they're causing problems with drainage and that type of thing. So people are just sick of it. They plant all these trees around their pool, and then the, all the roots get into the, you know, and just cause big problems. So as you just said, who do you call? Yeah, your company would have been the first one they thought of because that's what you specialized in. But then you got, once they once you specialize in one thing and people know you for that, then they say, well, okay, you did all the other things as well, didn't you? You had other businesses that could help them. Yeah. And so naturally, once you get in with that one thing, then you're my guy that's going to help me with all the other problems that relate to plumbing or electrical or whatever it is you do around the home. So by specialty, specializing in one thing, you actually get known easier and you get more work for the other things because that leads into the other jobs. And I think, is that why you went for the the drain um what do you call it? What's the service? The drain cleaning, the drain. Just, just we, we, um, we cleared, we cleaned, and we repaired drains. And the reason, oh look, I'll, I'll be straight up with you. It was, it was due to the fact that that's where I started in the industry. I had a lot of knowledge there. I, I, I was um, the two areas that I enjoyed the most was drains. And that's people that are listening that are and doing drains are thinking this guy's a bit weird, but I get that. <laughs> um, there was serious money in it. It was, it's look, it's the fact that we did, um, we did plumbing, we did hot water, we did electrical, we did heating, we did cooling, but drains returned the highest margin, but we invested in, in technology, Craig, and uh, that's mm. where the profits were. Look, because I've had multiple services, because I work with so many really good drain companies uh, here in the US and Australia, I know the ones that are doing it right are making a shit ton of money. If that uh, if that makes sense, and um, but look what I what I said before, I just want to clarify. I know I probably know more about marketing than most contractors. I considered myself um, a, a marketing expert for my industry because I spent so much time in that. But I don't. When someone rings me in desperation, Alan, can you help me? I need more leads. I The very first thing I say to them is I'm willing to bet it's not leads, it's the problem. I'm, if we were to look into your business, I think you'll find that you're not maximizing every call. And, and there's, you know, when, when I work with a company that's got a an average ticket of three four hundred dollars, which you know some some contractors listening might think, yeah, that's that's okay. If I get to seven of them every day, I'm making a couple of thousand dollars. But when I can help a contractor go from a three hundred average ticket to twelve hundred in three months, 
just by having processes and and focusing on where the pro and some of these contractors don't necessarily have to raise their prices they just need to uh, they do anyway in certain areas because some when i look at companies they're either you know they might be a little bit high in one area and a little bit low in the other so it's about adjusting the charge rates um accordingly but um yeah i focused on drains because it was it's it was profitable and um mm. And there's a lot of it's. I believe it's the most, and I've said this already, the most profitable area of the business. Otherwise, the likes of uh, Ken and Gettle and 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 all the big companies wouldn't be bolting that on. So, but um, yeah. So, no, so listen. Uh, you, oh sorry, yeah, Greg. sorry. I was no. I was just about to add to that, and that's where if someone's desperate, there's different people that we help. If you're desperate. As you know, all of a sudden, that can be a danger sign that things aren't right internally. Um, it, but the the businesses that we really help, I know when Ken came to um, Roy for help, he he was doing everything really well, and he was turning out he was had a great business. But it was just that story, and he had patience. Ken had patience, and it's amazing too. A lot of people want instant gratification, and that's one thing that I can't give people because we look at building a business long-term and making it healthy and profitable and growing long-term. Um, so, but I think the basics, going back to the basics, I've got 10 basics in the book that you, you might um, tick off or cross off some of these. You might agree or not agree. What? Just let me know what you think. The 10 basic marketing sure. um, basics for home service businesses. This is coming from a customer's perspective. So I'm a customer looking in and it's just fresh eyes I bring into a business and you bring fresh eyes in as well. Number one is show up on time because that is the thing I said, it pisses the people off. That's really clean up your mess. In Australia, I don't know what it's like in the States. I have to clean up after every tradesperson that comes in. They bring in everything that's outside, leave it, screws, dirt, dust. The wall's got stains on it and just walk out. And it's like, They've done their job. They don't realize, no, you need to leave the home as clean as when you arrived or even cleaner. Do the job right the first time. I had a heating and air conditioning guy come in. They installed the air conditioning unit. I only used it for about a month and the next thing it starts leaking. It was a it was a you know, Mitsubishi heavy industry. What happens? Had it tilted the wrong, they, it wasn't lined up. It was once the water came into the overflow, the tray, it actually went the wrong way. It didn't go down the, um, and so it just, water just poured in. Such a basic little thing. And most people go, oh, that's just, but guess what? There's all these little things. Make sure it's right the first time because there's nothing worse than having to go back and fix it. I'll never deal with those people again. So they got the job, one job, but never again. They're probably now chasing leads and need leads. But why? Because they're not doing their job properly. Number four is treat staff and customers with respect. It's amazing how um, I had solar put on my roof and the guys on the roof were swearing, dropping the F-bomb. And as you know, you're on a roof and it's echoing all around the neighborhood and there was no respect. And all of a sudden too, it's reflecting on your brand, just swearing and how you treat your staff and the people in the room um, that you come into, the home that you come into. Like you're coming into people's homes. So, you know, that is that is something that most businesses don't get to do. And you have to treat their home and the people in there with respect. 
um, have clean branded uniforms and vehicles, which is all these are givens for big business, but they do this purposely. It's by design. Everything's by design and everything has a system to get there. The truck that pulled up with my air conditioning unit, he pulled up in a white un, un dings in it with no branding on it. And so my heart just sank the moment he pulled up. I thought, oh, and he was a recommendation from a friend. And now I'm thinking, oh, no. And his job was exactly as his van looked. Number um, six, don't badmouth other services or competitors. So many times mm. that I've had an electrician and they, they look at the electrical box and go, oh, what has this guy done? And what a mess he's made. And Or, hey, you've got that air conditioning unit. That's crap. And it's like, okay, well, I made that decision to buy it. Um, now I'm feeling really bad. They don't think of anything of it. But what they're doing is, is just making the whole experience not a good experience. Um, only hire people who fit your business values. It's amazing that, as you'd probably know, growing, when you've got a business that's growing, the most dangerous thing is to hire people that are going to take away the values and what got your business to that point. Because the minute you get people that erode that culture, that those values, your business starts to decline. So always, what are your values? What do you stand for? What are the things you'll always do? What are the things you'll never do? And make sure the people that you hire understand that and do that. I know Ken Goodrich, again, he trains his people. He's like, he's the ultimate. And there's a lot like Ken out there. I'm just saying Ken because he was a client with Roy. But there's a lot of training goes into this before people go out. And they know the values and they know what the company stands for. Yep. Um, do quotes on the spot or ASAP. It's amazing. I had carpet layer come in. I phoned three. One didn't show, two showed up, only one quoted. It's like, guys, the guy who got the job gave me the quote. I had a um, a curtain company and what we did with quotes on the spot. And I've got a window tinting company in Melbourne, uh, car window tinting and home window tinting. They do a quote on the spot. And naturally, his, his conversion rate's really high. So a lot of people mightn't be able to do that. But how can you get the quotes back as quickly as possible? Because most people are looking for to have their problem solved as soon as possible. Most times the guy who gets the quote back first wins the job. Um, so it's 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 amazing. No nasty surprises when billing. As we all know, there's nothing worse when you find things in that bill that's like, okay, this wasn't agreed upon. I had an electrician come out to fix a couple of lights. And then when he said, oh, and I, I added LEDs and I fixed this and I changed that. And I went, oh, that's great. But then he charged me all this money for it. And it was like, I didn't ask for that. Um, and it's like, okay, that's really good, but it's not what I wanted. So again, it was a bill shock at the end. So don't do that. And do a courtesy follow-up call. It's amazing how this is how you get repeat customers. Follow up to make sure that the customer, everything is good. Just by doing that, you stand out because I did the same thing with dentists. I, one of my dental clients, I said, look, you've got time in between patients just to call the patients from yesterday, just to say, how's it going? Are you okay? Can we help? Just that follow-up call says we care. So 10 basics there that if you systemize them, make sure you've got processes to do it properly. That's how you keep getting leads. So you actually look at the business internally first, because if you drive more customers to a business that's falling over in those areas, you're wasting a lot of money. Yeah. So optimize what you've got first. 
look at your conversion rate first. You mentioned that conversion rate is one of the things we look at first because there's no point driving 100 customers if you're only converting 10. No. So how can we how can we increase the conversions you're already getting? Get getting. So yeah, those 10 basics. There's a lot more, but if you just do the basics well, and then tell a story and specialize in something that people go, yeah, it's pretty simple stuff. It's simple, but it's not easy to implement because as we know, if it was easy, everyone would be making a fortune. But, That's it. That's it. You know, listen, this has been fantastic, Craig. I, I sorry to to cut you off, no. but um, I, I just want to take an opportunity for you to um, I'm going to get those 10, 10 rules. I mean, uh, or what, what do you call them? The, the, the uh, 10 print. Well, it's, it's part of my, they're the, the perfect, the basics, the 10 marketing basics that every home service business needs to do. And at the end I say, look, if you're not in home service or these don't fit, add another couple, take the ones out that don't fit and do these and just practice these and make sure you just hammer it home consistently. But it's in the book. It's in the book that you're going to um, um, send links to to people. So it's one of the yeah. 101 marketing principles of growing a business and getting profitable customers. Well, I'm not going to ask you for a book recommendation because I think you've done it. <laughs> Unless there's something else that comes to mind. I always, all my guests, I say, right, what's in the last podcast I did with uh, with Dave Rothaker, I think we got probably 15 or 20 books thrown, but he was an avid <laughs> an, an avid um book reader and promoter and it was it was quite amazing some of the books he recommended so we're definitely going to recommend your book you might have a little giveaway for our listeners there's, that there's a tunes in but i'd love to let everyone know how they can get a hold of craig arthur at the wizard of ads and uh if there's anything else you'd like to uh to throw at uh, the audience well just just on that book Naturally, yeah, I've got, I love books. I devour probably two or three a week. Um, wow. But one of the really good books is Mr. Jenkins Told Me, The Forgotten Principles That Will Grow Any Business by Jonathan Bancroft and Roy H. Williams. It's about how um, Morris Jenkins grew from a, a tiny one truck business to a $100 million home service business. And if you buy that book and there's a couple others by 1-800-GOT-JUNK. One's called WTF question mark. My daughter saw that and she said, dad, do you know what that means? And it's, yes, it's called willing to fail, darling. Um, <laughs> I would have so said that, what the F. But, that's uh, that's yeah. right. That's right. And that's a play on it, but it's willing to fail. And that's by um, Brian Scudamore from 1-800-GOT-JUNK. And naturally too, there's a really good one that Ken did with... Um, uh, Michael Gerber. That's it. That's it. That's the those three. E myth for HVAC contractors. I think it could be. That's a fantastic book. I've read. So it. those three books, like most books, you can relate to and pull in information. Those three books I talked about are service industry guys telling you what they've done. Who better to follow and listen to than the guys who've actually walked the path before you? than those guys so Fantastic. they're my tips um they're my book tips because i love them and a couple of those tips are in my book so um yeah but fantastic mate. craig fantastic and uh so how do uh anyone that uh, wants to maybe um uh, book a call with you or talk to you about building their brand um within australia within the us what's the best way to get a hold of uh, craig arthur 
Okay. It's um, my website is wizardofads.com.au or you okay. can get me at any time on Craig Arthur at wizardofads.com because we are a, our head office is in Austin, Texas, as I said, but yeah, I have clients all around the world. So um, those two things, and I'm sure you put that in the notes, but uh, absolutely, Alan, it's been a, it's been a pleasure because I could talk about this and you could too, this subject all day because it's sort of, yeah, passionate. We're both passionate about it. So we are, thank you for we getting both love me on. marketing. Like I said, I don't, yes. I don't promote <laughs> marketing services, but there hasn't been a company yet that I haven't been able to, that I've worked with big and small. And even, you know, I've, I've worked with Ken and his guys, but there's always some, you know, when you get to um, work with people in the industry, there's always something that they, they're not doing that's going to improve results. And uh, to me, you know, if I can, uh, you know, I, I give a tip like you really want a, a powerful drain business. It's got to be when the customer sees you on the road, we used to get a lot of calls off our trucks. They, it needs to identify you need to identify as a as a, a drain brand that people go, wow, the, I've got to give these guys a try, you know. So um, but that's just truck branding and that, you know. I, but I work with some great companies um, in Australia at the moment that have got amazing brands and they're getting plenty of calls. And uh, so um, but that's um, – anyway, I could go on and on, but I'm not. It's uh, it's it's time to uh, to wrap this up. So thank you, Craig. Uh, really appreciate your time and uh, so i'll look forward to catching up with you when i come to uh, visit queensland and uh we'll um yeah so thank you all the best to you buddy and i'll let you just close off and then we'll we'll call it a wrap no and thank you alan and next time i'm in um texas which i'm there normally once a year i'll i'll pop to houston or you should come to our academy and yeah see the academy so maybe I should. Uh, maybe I should. should. I, I, should. I would learn a lot, which would be good for my clients. Yeah, you would. Thanks, mate. Thank you. And uh, yeah, appreciate you joining me, Craig. And uh, that's uh, a wrap for uh, Pipeline to Profitability. And uh, look forward to uh, catching everyone on the next uh, podcast.